Hello everyone and welcome to another TGIF episode. How has your week been so far? It's another Friday and today I'll be talking to you about things that impact our lifestyles, right? Not particularly about medication like I usually do. And the topic for today is about an issue which is quite sensitive, especially to a particular gender, that is the females. You know when we talk about weight, it is something that people are very self-conscious about. When you see an individual and you make reference to their weight, it makes them feel some kind of way, especially if they feel that their weight is not optimal. Take for example, you meet a plus-sized person and you say, oh, you are so fat, or you are too fat, you should watch your weight. Or you meet somebody and say, why are you so thin? Don't you eat? You know, it impacts mental health it affects self-esteem and that is why i'll be talking to you today about weight management with reference to bmi well i'll be explaining what that means as we go in the episode so let's get right into it by definition weight management refers to the process of making long-term lifestyle changes to maintain a healthy body weight based on your age height and sex of course we know what weight means that is your mass how heavy you are do you get in relation to your space and the people around you so talking about weight management it's not just about weight loss in fact the most important component of weight management must be prevention of unwanted weight from excess body fat emphasis on prevention guys Part of weight management is figuring out what the healthy weight is for you. This can give you an idea of what kinds of changes you may need to make and whether you may need to lose or gain weight to fall within what is considered a healthy range for your height, age, and sex. This brings me to the issue of BMI, which is an acronym for Body Mass Index. That is the ratio of your weight to your height. It is actually your weight in kilogram divided by the square of your height in meters. There is actually a classification of weight based on BMI which divides individuals into categories either as underweight, of normal weight, overweight or obese. There is even morbid obese. So normal weight ranges between 18.5 to 25 while the underweight is below 18.5 overweight is 25 to 30 obese is 30 to 35 and anything above 40 is morbidly obese since i have given you the formula it is something that you can calculate on your own which means you must know your weight and height at any given point in time it is not out of place for you to have a weight scale in your home and a height measurement rule in order to monitor your weight from time to time. We remember in all those American films, we see some rules, some graduations on the walls of homes. That is how those people measure their children's height. And they usually have weight skills too. They do it for their children. So it is not out of place for you to monitor your children's weight as well as yours. And if you don't have this equipment or can't afford them, no worries. You can walk into your pharmacies for that. All pharmacies, I believe, have win skills. 
and most if not all have instruments to measure your height as well by monitoring your weight you're already managing your weight weight management is very important because our weights are not static they're subject to various factors which can cause them to either increase or decrease factors like illness diet physical activity or lack of it pregnancy childbirth stress and so on there are evidences that losing excess body fat is difficult for most individuals and the risk of regaining lost weight is high so maintaining a healthy body weight is very important the principle of weight gaining is simple it means that energy intake exceeds energy expenditure though bmi may not be helpful for everyone especially for people who have a higher than average muscle mass another method considered to be more accurate than bmi is waist to height ratio it takes into consideration the central fat that is the fat that collects around your organs in your midsection and it is calculated by dividing your waist circumference by your height it is recommended that your waist should be less than half of your height you can measure this in centimeters or inches but the fact still remains that bmi is still the most widely used because healthcare professionals find it to be useful in helping to quickly identify potential health risks high bmi predisposes people to diseases like diabetes hypertension cancer or sleep apnea but bmi alone does not provide a detailed clear picture of one's health i hope you know that there are several risks involved in being underweight, overweight, or obese. Being underweight may lead to irregular periods, fertility issues, malnutrition, decreased muscle strength, increased risk of hypothermia, lowered immunity, osteoporosis, anemia, depleted energy levels, and inability to keep warm. It can also affect psychological well-being due to feeling unhappy with one's own body image. Obesity, on the other hand, has been one of the fastest-growing health concerns worldwide for decades now. According to World Health Organization, obesity has tripled since 1975. Obesity has grown to epidemic proportions in that even in Nigeria, about 1.5 million people have been confirmed to be obese each year. I mentioned some risks associated with IBMI earlier, like diabetes, especially type 2, cancers like breast cancer and bowel cancer others are coronary artery disease stroke fatty liver disease kidney disease decreased quality of life which leads to lower self-esteem anxiety and depression lifestyle is the major contributor to obesity lack of physical activity or imbalance between calorie intake and calorie output for example sedentary lifestyle eating too many processed foods, an high-fat diet, excessive amount of sugar, and high calories. All these contribute to obesity. Bearing in mind that there are eating disorders beyond people's control that prevent them from maintaining healthy diets. Conditions like anorexia nervosa or binge eating disorders. But these are treatable with the help of professionals. Let me talk a little about each disorder so that those who may have them and may not be aware can know. Symptoms of binge eating disorder are eating large amount of food in short amount of time and feeling that you can't control what or how much you're eating. The exact causes are not known, but it may result from genetics, 
thoughts and feelings about one's weight and social issues. A combination of behavioral and pharmaceutical interventions are usually used for treatment. As for anorexia nervosa, it is characterized by an abnormally low body weight, intense fear of gaining weight, and a distorted perception of weight. People with anorexia place a high value on controlling their weight and shape using extreme efforts that tend to significantly interfere with their lives, like severely restricting the amount of food they eat, vomiting after eating, some go as far as inducing this vomiting, misusing laxatives, diet aids, diuretics or enemas, or even exercising excessively. This disorder can happen in people that have been overweight or obese before and they have lost that weight for fear of going back to the previous weight down they come down with anorexia but no matter how much weight is lost the person continues to fear weight gain signs and symptoms of anorexia nervosa are related to starvation causes are also unknown but may be a combination of biological psychological and environmental factors it can also be majorly treated by using behavioral interventions like psychotherapy and medications although none has been approved at this time for anorexia nervosa per se antidepressants and other medications for psychological aspects of the disorder are used for people that are overweight or obese a combination of diet and exercise is usually employed as well as medications and supplements but i must say that these medications and supplements are not without their side effects there are medications like all these stats but sometimes they cause drastic weight loss especially concerning the supplements many make bogus claims for drastic weight loss which may not be true and since supplements are exempted from evaluations of, for safety and efficacy you are on your own if you use them if they work fine if not good luck to you of course those who have tried all those without results opt for surgery that is the metabolic and bariatric surgery as a last resort to remove this excess fat so all in all it is very important to pay close attention to weight management not only for adults but also for children and even pregnant women in order to maintain healthy weight and live healthy lifestyle you can engage the help and services of your healthcare professionals especially your nutritionist for this now let me close this topic by giving you tips for weight management and healthy living which will of course come after you have attained your target weight the first tip is add motion to your day that is schedule time for physical activity and stick to it any physical activity even for a short time is a good thing is it walking for a few minutes is it climbing the stairs is it jumping ropes skipping you know just add a little physical activity to your day it doesn't have to be anything rigorous but do something don't be on one spot for too long number two is have healthy snacks on hand look for snacks that are low in added sugar and salt like fresh fruits or sliced vegetables or even smoothies let them always be with you so that when you have cravings you know for unhealthy foods you just pick them and you eat them instead of going for those high calorie foods processed foods that will not be healthy for you number three is reduce screen time and time spent sitting it's in relation to add emotion to your day turn off the devices and take a walk instead of sitting in front of your tv all day 
in front of your computer or sitting down on one spot pressing your phone all day. Try a new spot with your family. Create a playlist of favorite songs and have a dance contest. You know I mentioned this in my diet and exercise episode, how you can dance and do some physical activities just to exercise your body. Because like I said, obesity results when you are eating so much and you are not burning those calories. With time, it will accumulate and it can result to obesity. Number four is use a food diary to track your meals. Whether you use an app on your phone or you write it down, track your meals to help you discover changes to help you lose weight. This may not be so easy and that is why there are some apps. If you search well enough, you see a lot of apps that can help you manage your weight. Weight management apps, you see them. You can use those that will remind you, oh, take water, oh, take a fruit and all of that to track your meals. You can, you know, come up with a very good food timetable that will help you maintain your weight all these resources are online if you search well enough so you can use those as your diary as resources to track your meals you know you must do things intentionally don't just eat anything that comes to you don't just eat as much as you this is the only way you can maintain your weight another point which is the fifth one is be prepared for setbacks they are normal Yes, be prepared. You may have setbacks on your active and healthy journey. Don't let them hold you back. Okay, uh, I've said that for this week, my lunch will be this smoothie. My lunch will be this fruit. Oh, but I've broken it. Somebody did birthday at work and they brought cake. Now I've eaten cake. Oh, since I've broken it, what's the point in continuing? No, even if you break it, you can go back to it. Oh, somebody shared donut at work today and I ate it and I've been maintaining this thing for the past one month now I've broken it because well it do not smell nice or is it the samosa and sprinkles the small chops I could not resist now you think that that has undone all the work you have done before no you can have cheat days all right but just make sure that you always go back to that your healthy diet plan all right you can reach out to family and friends for support it's not out of place they can encourage you that ah please i'm doing this diet plan help me to actually keep at it like they are accountability partners for you all right and if you're going the other way if you're derailing it can help to bring you back on track another tip is manage your stress your friends and family can also come in in this aspect with some people they binge eat when they are annoyed or when they are worried they just start eating Instead of that, you can talk to somebody. Do you understand? You can talk to somebody to ease off the stress. You can do a physical activity to take your mind off it. You can visit the gym instead of sitting and thinking about that thing and eating everything that comes to your sight. Do you understand? Find your own formula for stress management. Note that thing that makes you derail from your weight management plan and try as much as possible to avoid those things you understand and the last one is portion control don't eat too much food at the same time (laughs) it is not advisable don't eat everything that comes to your side just take a little control your portion all right don't eat a bulk of a food all at once you know start every meal with a glass of water at least that would have filled your stomach 
to a particular point that will help you control your portion. So use small plates to eat. Don't carry big plates. You'll be tempted to put too much things. Then when you go to a party and it's buffet style, control yourself. Don't eat everything that you see there. Things like this help you to manage your weight and you'll be happy for it. Never again will you go out and somebody will be body shaming you. All this body shaming, body shaming that we see all over social media today is because weights are not being managed. Or, let me put that caveat there, that disclaimer. Or, it could be that this person is going through things that are affecting their weight. So, we cannot just conclude that they are not managing their weight well. But, managing your weight will help, will go a long way in helping to avoid these things. If you are consciously managing your weight and if you have an eating disorder and you go to the right professionals to help you, you will attain your optimal weight before you know it. You'll be happy with yourself. you have a good self-image. Nobody will chop you down. Nobody will body shame you. You'll be healthier and happier as it should be. Also, let's be kind to people. Let's not make it a habit to body shame people. People might be going through things that we know nothing about. So it's not our duty to call people out on their weight. It is wrong. Let's be kind to one another. The fact that I did this episode is to encourage people to take responsibility for their health for themselves. Not because of detractors or people who talk down on anybody. Alright, body shaming is a no-no. It is not acceptable at all. But when you take responsibility for your health and you watch your weight and you are on your optimal weight, your mental health is preserved, your self-esteem and self-image is elevated and you are all the better for it. And on that note, I end today's topic. I hope you have been able to get value and have learned a thing or two that will help you manage your weight going forward. Please do not forget to like, subscribe and most especially share the podcast with friends and family. Leave your comments and questions below the podcast or in our DMs on IG and X. Also, do well to follow us on our social media platforms. For suggestions and collaborations, contact us by mail via antipharmacistpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Till next time, stay healthy and God bless you.